Quebec is away again. It is pretty funny after last week we said there's this uh, won't happen again and a week later it happened again. Uh, so essentially we forgot to put this together uh, earlier on and we hadn't quite figured out how difficult it was going to be doing a podcast. He just did a another uh, big marathon run so he's completely wrecked and I've got a, a conference through this week so uh, it's going to be pretty difficult to record. We will record and do like what we did last time with a double episode, um, a bit longer and add some more content around uh, round five. But I'll just chat for a little bit of it um, in terms of top line stuff but then when uh, I'll make mix back I think we'll try and record Sunday night uh, after Anzac Day and then go from there but Massive thanks to our sponsors at Hops to Home. Hops to Home is a craft beer delivery service. You can access their delicious craft beer at hopstome.com.au and the promo code gets you $25 off your first pack. Also check out the interviews we've done as well. Um, already done two this year, which is great. I'm hoping to bank another one pretty soon. So as soon as I know more, I will let you all know. Uh, we'll also catch up with Sam later in the year too. So check out the Sam Wiedemann uh, interview that we did. Uh, there was heaps of fun, really interesting conversation and I mean, old mate kicked seven on the weekend so it looks like he's about to knock on the door and play uh, in the Anzac Eve game which is great and then also check out the interview we did with the guys from Making Their Mark, the Amazon documentary which was awesome. Um, that'll be heaps of fun. So we now um, we now are going to chat around round five but look it's very um, uh, I haven't seen, obviously, it's, I'm recording this Sunday night, so I don't know all the ins and outs, but we will do a broader conversation later on. Um, so obviously we had the Saints-Richmond game. Uh, look, look, it was a pretty, I don't think this was a very good round, to be honest. Like, a lot of the games really went to script. Um, we tipped seven. Well, no, I tipped seven. I think Michael might have gone one way or the other. I can't remember, but tip seven. I think most people would have tipped seven. The only one was the Adelaide game, uh, Adelaide Frio, uh, tipping Adelaide and then um, tipping Sydney over the Giants, but both those games easily could have gone the other way. Um, so Saints-Richmond, I mean, shoot through any questions, I'm happy to, to follow them up as well in the next episode, but I mean, look, obviously Richmond, fast start, just so many errors from McKenzie early as well. Um, Lynch is really going poorly, and I think this is something we want to discuss in the next episode, Michael actually raised this. I didn't really thought about it as much, but he doesn't look great, and it's something I want to talk about. Uh, he did bring this up last week, so let's let's park that, and we can chat that later on. But I mean, Secure worked their way into the game. They had better insides earlier on, um, but they just completely fell away, and and just really disgraceful defence, um, particularly in the second half. But you know, half times four, five to eight, six, so it wasn't exactly close. Um, but they really only played that first quarter with any level of pressure and it just completely fell away. I mean, 34 to 11 insides in the second half is, is just lazy. Um, the recruits were, were really bad again. Um, so, uh, I don't know, Brad Hill and had another pretty average game, just looks pretty disinterested. I, I just don't know what's going on. You know, he comes in and looks okay and then has another horrible week, so I, I don't know. I mean, when, when you, your opposition is essentially running like training drills and random scenarios throughout the game. It's obviously heavily embarrassing. Um, Pickett, you know, in the ruck was, you know, he had, yes, he played that as a junior, but then, you know, seeing in that scenario is, um, is yeah, pretty pretty embarrassing. I mean, it's great for Richmond, but not so much for, for everybody else. Uh, look, I'm not sure it's a huge Richmond statement. St Kilda were horrible. Like a lot of people said, oh, look, the contenders are back and huge statement. It's like, well... 
it was a pretty easy game. Like, they were really good. I think they could have won by 110, 120 points. They took it pretty easy. There was some pretty average insights from them in the second half uh, from, from Richmond, but, look, you know, there's that ridiculous stat that Fox Footy put up as well from 18-minute mark of the second quarter to the 25th mark of the third. Richmond won the clearances 21-1. to 1. I mean, that's, yeah. They just got completely butchered in the centre. Um, yeah, so obviously they're missing some some players, but, you know, I keep hearing this thing, oh, Marshall, blah, 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 coming back. You know, it's going to add X and Y. I'm not convinced. I'm really not convinced. I think St Kilda are definitely going to miss finals now, to be honest. It's going to be a big way to come back. They're sitting on 71%. It's a long way to come back. I just don't see it, to be honest. Um, there's too many other teams that, that can fit in. And, yeah, look, that's that's my take, really. Like, I think Richmond were, were good enough. There's still plenty of errors from them, but, I mean, look, it's earlier in the season. They'll obviously take that. They needed a bit of a percentage boost. There's some of the teams, if you have a look at the ladder now, it's starting to take shape. Some of the teams right at the top have got pretty massive percentage. So they're, you know, particularly dogs and, and so on and so forth. So they really need to probably bank a massive win. And it's good. Like a lot of their wins have been a bit closer. Um, yeah, look, I mean, the tackles were pretty embarrassing from St Kilda as well. They just don't defend without the football. It's, yeah, it was just very, very poor. And they, you know, they've they been really bad this year, really. Like, you know, they, they were poor in the Maddies match. They were really poor in the Frawley match. And then they were, they were yeah... It's no good. Um, so, look, a few little takeaways we can talk about. We'll talk about Lynch uh, a bit more next week because I'm curious to get Michael's take on it. Uh, I'm not sure Hooley goes on. He looked a little slow at times. I know he's coming back from injury, but I'm just not sure that's going to continue. But, anyway, that, that's a small thing. Uh, but, yeah, I'm, I'm very worried about St Kilda. I, I think they looked really, really poor and, and Ratton looked pretty angry at the end. So, I don't know. Um Richmond were just so much better on the outside and the inside through large sections of the game. It's, it's not going to win you too many games playing like that. So, yeah, 134 to 48, 86 points could have been a lot more. And then, interesting game of the Friday night, uh, Eagles-Pies. So, Degali and Howe had that injury, and then obviously they are on their phones, which, um, well, let's leave that because it'll be interesting to discuss that with Michael. I, I mean, yeah, it's pretty poor doing that. It's pretty obviously against the rules. Uh, look, I thought Grundy was better. Crisp was pretty good. Um, it was a pretty boring game, I, I think, generally speaking. The second half was better. The first half was really like keepings off. I, I, it didn't really look like AFL, to be honest. It was pretty pretty rubbish, but, you know, it got better. Um, I think, for me, obviously, those two injuries were really, really bad, clearly, um, and it just didn't work. I, I don't know. I think Darcy Moore forward, look, at least... You know, Buckley's trying something. I'm not totally convinced that's the right decision. You're really kind of, you know, I've heard a few people say this, but it goes without saying, I guess, but you're really robbing Peter to pay Paul um, by by doing that, putting him forward. You know, then you're really robbing your defence, but I don't know. That's, he's got to try something because offensively they look awful. Um, they were better. Um, I don't know. Maybe he goes forward and they try and pick up a defender in the trade period. I, I don't know. I, I don't think so. He's, uh, he's, an, he's an excellent backman, so I, I don't know. Um, anyway, we've talked a heap about Collingwood this year, um, but look, it's the age-old thing with Collingwood. They're, they're really caught in this, uh, I guess, kind of bad age mix funk. Like they're they're really in a position where, you know, a successful team, the the age brackets have to overlap successfully, and it's got to make sense, and it just doesn't, and that's that's a big problem. I just don't see these kids coming through, and I wonder whether they did overachieve a bit in 2018 whether they got a little bit lucky and some of these guys like you Will Hoskin Elliott's and even to to a degree had just these really 
pretty good seasons at the same time. I, I, I don't know. Um, I, I'm not convinced that team is as good as what people think it is. And I think they need to really do a Western Bulldogs and, and trade out and rebuild um, after what they did in 16. This team is not going to win a premiership. So I know they've already started kind of doing that with blowing up the team in the trade period last year with five, what is it, five or six players exiting. But I think they're probably going to need to continue and, and pick a few pillars and, and rebuild around that pretty quick. Um, yeah, anyway, I'm, I think if they don't make finals, I can't, I can't see Buckley staying, to be honest. Um, anyway, that, that's a long discussion. But look, in terms of West Coast, they grounded out. Um, they needed the win. They got the Cats. That's a fascinating game next week. They got the Cats. Um, but yeah, West Coast early on just gave them way too much space offensively. I think that really kept Collingwood in the game. But you know, then, then you know, the West Coast really flexed and, and made it a lot harder. Um, yeah, they're a really good side. I mean, I think right now, Alan. Allen's in such great form. He's yeah, he just works so hard off the ball. He's he's just so good to watch. Um, yeah, I think I mentioned before, Redden, he was really good too. Um, yeah, look, good win. Um, the Nick Nat Grundy battle was interesting. Um, yeah, it was it was a, look outside of the first quarter, it got better. Um, but yeah, not not probably the best game to watch initially, but it got better. At least West Coast were accurate, sixteen seven. That's the other side of it too. In this game, to be fair, Collingwood eleven ten. So yeah. yeah. You're not, you're not going to win too many games playing like that unless you're the Giants in the next game. Um, so then, yeah, Sydney, this is, was a hilarious game. I actually quite liked this game, Sydney Giants. Um, the Swans really had major control through large sections. You know, then after the first quarter, the Giants were, were more and more in the game. They just kept missing their shots. It's just that simple. Just missed some, you know, really, really um, obvious kicks. You know, one goal seven for Green was, was it just became kind of an ongoing joke through the game. I think GWS looked fitter than them at the end. Um, they looked physically more capable. They completely outrun them at the back end of the game. Um, Buddy kind of kept them in it, really. I think, I think Sydney's kids didn't look as good. I'm, I'm not off them, obviously. It's one game. I've heard a few people saying, oh, you know, maybe they're going to tire out. It's like, hey, it's, it's round five. Calm down. Um, they can have a bad game. But look, you know, Giants had so many missed shots. It should have been a lot closer through the game. But Buddy really kind of kept that at bay because they kept missing and Buddy kicked five straight. So... Um, he's in ridiculous form. He looks amazing. Um, but really confused Sydney uh, offensive structures late. They were really kind of like scrappy and, and not um, not picking up their man. And positioning was really weird. And I think that was really how Kelly was able to kick a goal late and, and, and sort of screw them. Um, but look, good game. Interesting game. Giants, you know, to their credit, scrap out another win. Um, yeah, their, their younger players looked really good. It's was an, it's like GWS is such a weird team. I mean, I just don't see them playing finals, but they have scrapped a couple of really good wins together. So who knows? It'd be interesting to see. It. They're going to be part of that stacked middle section of the ladder, I reckon. I still think Sydney can play finals for sure, um, the way they're playing. But the kids are going to have to have to keep playing the way they've played for that to happen. So um, yeah, I thought Haynes was was really good as well. Of course, uh, he really saved it late. It was um, yeah, good good. Um, Good effort, and, and yeah, it'd be really interesting to see how they go because they've got a pretty interesting, um, a pretty interesting month. The Giants, so yeah, they've got Western Bulldogs next week, so that's that's going to be very very hard. And speaking of, um, yeah, I mean, look, this was um, yeah the 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 dog Suns game. Um, wow, what a what a joke! Like, yeah, the Suns were a disgrace in the first half. Um, I picked the Suns to finish eighth. I really thought this would be the year. Obviously, they've had two major injuries, but they were a disgrace. 
um, like just horrendous defence. The second half was in, the first half was inexcusable. The second half was a little bit better, but it was still terrible. Uh, that third quarter they were a bit better, but yeah, I mean, look, Western Bulldogs are probably the best team in the league at the moment. But that said, like, yeah, there was a completely uncompetitive and uh, unorganised and. Yeah, I mean, right now, Bond's probably the second best player behind Dusty in the league, uh, or certainly one of the top players for sure. Uh, yeah, look, the dog show rolls on. The second half, might be a little bit disappointed they didn't keep the foot on the throat. They could have won by 80, 90 points, but their percentage is so high, it doesn't really matter. The third quarter, they probably let, let it slip. It's harder when you've, like, you know, murdered a team so hard in the first half, you just kind of take your foot off the gas. You know how long of a season it is, and, you know, they completely murdered them, and, and uh, another embarrassing uh, passage for the Suns, um, it's just another part of the history that's that's, that's it, you know it's been years and years now. When at what point is this going to end? But um, yeah, look terrible. Um, the dogs were amazing, really really impressive. Um, yeah, I couldn't couldn't be more impressed with them. I think they're 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 going to go very 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 deep this year. Um, yeah, they've got every right to be favourites. Really, I think their only thing is probably keeping the foot on the throat and, and keep pushing offensively. But yeah, very very impressive. And then Carlton Port. Interesting game. I mean, the Blues were really in at the first half um, and then just so inconsistent in the second half. Um, just really, really weak and lazy, I'll be honest. Um, the Blues just really, really poor. Um, bad decision-making once again. Uh, the second half really was just generally terrible. Um, it's funny with their veterans. I, I, I thought Betts was good. Uh, I do wonder sometimes. It's a bit of a blight on the kids when you look at him at times and think he should be playing every week. It's, it's sort of like... Wow, that's where it's at. But I don't know. I don't think this group of kids is as good as people think it is. I think Cripps needs to play to his strengths. I think he tries to be the best player on the ground. I think he needs to focus on what, what, what you know, leading and winning contested ball and, and all that kind of stuff. I, I, I don't know. And, you know, Murph, I'm not sure he can really go on. Um, I don't know. Nice guy, you know. I, but, yeah, I, I just don't see how that can sort of continue. Um, but, yeah, I'd love to talk about Port when I might mix back next weekend because there's heaps to discuss but yeah I mean Fantasia looked great obviously Giorgiardi's our man was, was really impressive uh, Ollie Wines is having a ridiculous season we really need to discuss that he's just so so impressive and really grown his game even further um, but yeah look it, it, it was a round that kind of went to script really like it, as I said at the start um, yeah so it, it, look great win for Port you know they they um, Another win away that they're hard to win, obviously, but yeah, very, very piss week, I think, to be honest, from from Carlton, particularly in the second half, um, and very strange that Wiedering concussion thing. Uh, I, I can't see how he go. He went back on the ground. I know, you know, the doctors do their assessments. Everyone's terrified to criticise them, but I, I can't. He looked pretty cooked. I don't, I don't really understand how he can go back on. Anyway, delay concussion, all sorts of other issues, but that's their decision. Um, and then Lions Dons, Essendon were terrible. Um, yeah. That's that's the reality. They couldn't play the um, they couldn't play the conditions. Um, yeah, they they were very very poor. Um, Danaher was excellent. Um, it was really wet and windy. It was horrible conditions. But you know, the Lions played the conditions a lot better. And um, yeah, not really a lot to take out of this game. Um, pretty poor night for Essendon. Um, yeah, I, mean, I thought McGluggage was really good. Lions was excellent. Neil had easily his best game, but it's hard. Like the, you know, the competition was was very poor. Um, yeah, not really a lot to take out of this game, to be honest. I thought Hipwood was, was better. Um, yeah, I, I thought, look, they're, they're probably the main highlights. Orko is always pretty consistent. I thought Merritt was good. Um, McGrath probably had his best game. Langford was all right. Parrish was okay, but I, I don't know. I, I wasn't really convinced. 
Hooker was good, but again, it's sort of like the more situation. You don't have him down back when he's kicking goals. So I know they're in a bit of a difficult position now with um, Stringer not playing, but uh, I don't know. Really, again, completely sort of went to script. And then, uh, good game, Adelaide-Frio. Uh, Interesting game. Look, Adelaide absolutely should have won this game. It, it's just down to maturity at the end. Um, really impressive game in both respects, but really, obviously, the most impressive thing is Frio winning away like that. Um, I thought Tabiner was really good. Uh, yeah, obviously, Mundy, Ryan, Brayshaw, you know, all, all these, you know, t- the typical ones that are holding the, the tent up were, were very, very impressive late, which is great that it's not like 5 5 5 5. It's, um, yeah, look, they're a good side. They're definitely a few pieces short of um, of being a contender for sure, but they're good. They're a good middle of the rung side, and, and winning away like that's great. And, you know, they come, again, come up against the red hot uh, Crows, and yeah, um, Tex had that cra- uh, calf niggle, but I don't know. It, an interesting game, but yeah, Walker kicked two, three, two. He's been pretty accurate, but you can't be completely reliant on on him. Um, you know, the, the other players have got to step up. But this was a really game that missed poise and um, maturity at the last minute. You know, having like a having a Sloan there would makes a big, big difference um, at the moment. You know, they're really relying on Laird and these kind of guys to, to hold it up, um, which is tough. They, they just don't have the depth that they used to have. So, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I still think the Crows are a team in the mix. They're still sitting at seventh. They got an okay percentage at 104. I, I think they'll they'll still play some part in the year. I don't know whether they'll play finals, but they'll be a team that will be pushing for that eighth position for sure. Um, yeah, interesting. And we might do a ladder breakdown, actually, next episode. That'd be interesting because now we've got a bit of um, data. And then Hawthorne, Melbourne, uh, Melbourne, yeah, really taking it away. Um, if you didn't see this game, you know, the score at quarter time, 4 3 2 5, it just really came down to accuracy. Melbourne, it's funny, like this was, this was a really mature game for Melbourne. There's been games like this in the past where they're really accurate early, play really well early, and then, um, and then they, you know, go into their uh, shells and disappear. All these other games where they'll they'll be really inaccurate early and they won't just sort of get over it and then and then you know get into their get into their mode. So uh, this was really mature. I thought Gorn was excellent. Uh, we re- he's just grown so much as a leader. Um, and you know having you know Ben Brown, Weedham, and so many to to come back. It's it's yeah they're stacked. They're a big chance to beat Richmond. Um, and then you know someone we, uh, we really need to talk about next week as well. Salem, really impressive. Um, yeah, I, I think he's just having a ridiculous season that we haven't really highlighted at all. Of course, Oliver was good. McDonald was not, not good. Um, yeah, Trug had a good game. Um, Pickett was good. But yeah, look, it's it's one of those things where I think once we get, um, yeah, once we get a few more of these pieces back, it's going to be fascinating to see what the Ds do. And Hawthorne are just are just not ready yet. They're they're a team that, um, yeah, a middle of the wrong team. But look, they kept they were leading at halftime. Uh, but they just don't have the maturity to to close it out. Similar to Adelaide, really, uh, pretty similar kind of performance. Held a lead and then you know gradually let it go. And that's yeah, you know they, they, Hawthorne on the other end of that. They did it to Essendon. So interesting. But you know the, to the Cats, they should absolutely Hawthorne should have beaten Geelong, but by a couple of goals. So they'll get there. Uh, obviously, extremely well coached, and um, the teams yeah, also sort of like Collingwood in a bit of a weird age funk mix, but. Look, that'll come good. Obviously, there was the whole thing with um, Patton just gone as well, and uh, that's uh, not 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 good. Um, so that's yeah, not really a lot to take out of that game. The better team won on the day. It's not really a lot to to go over. And then the last game, 
pretty bad game, pretty boring game, really. Very unconvincing from Geelong. Um, they've been very unconvincing, really, the last three or four weeks, most of this year, really. I thought Parfit was really good. Um, but, yeah, I thought Tom McKay, young defender, and he beat Hawkins comfortably, really. And I thought that tag... Uh, look, at least they had a plan. At least they had some kind of a plan. and uh, They weren't like St Kilda. They just sort of threw their hands up in the air and, and put witches' hats on their heads. At least North you know, made some attempt to, to do something. Uh, I thought Turner's tag on Selwood was, was really good. Um, yeah, there are a few pieces short, obviously. No Zerha, no LDU. But, um, yeah, look, interesting interesting performance from North. Probably much more interesting than the, than the Geelong thing. The Geelong thing probably raised more questions than it answered. Uh, it was, was poor. But, yeah, look, really, really impressive from, um, from uh, North to stay in the game. And, look, again, ironically, sort of like Hawthorne and Adelaide, the last three games, a little bit more maturity would really have got it done. It wasn't like the essence and killed performance that was just really poor. It was just that, just that little bit extra, a bit more pressure, a bit more maturity around the ball, a uh, bit more understanding, and it would have made a big difference. But very unconvincing of Geelong. And Geelong, I mean, next week they've got a massive challenge. They've got West Coast at home, but... You know, West Coast are very capable of winning that game. If West Coast bash down on Geelong at home, then we really need to have a conversation about Geelong. I mean, we already kind of could, but I think then it becomes pretty uh, alarm bell type scenario. So yeah, look, it's 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 interesting. Uh, on let, let's just hold off, and also um, once old mate gets back, we can have a conversation. But um, yeah, look, they've got some interesting selection dilemmas coming up soon as well. But you know. Uh, as I said, I'm recording this Sunday night, so I don't know what's going on with Dangerfield. He um, came off the ground, <clears throat> so who knows? But, yeah, well done to North uh, for staying in the game. They're, they're not going to win many games this year, but they were better. The the, the kids look better, uh, and they'll learn a lot from that game. Uh, I think so. That That's a positive. So that's the round. Um, yeah, look, it, it was a pretty sort of by-the-book round, but I don't think that's going to keep continuing. I saw a few people saying, oh, this is the kind of like, you know, contenders or pretenders type round. Maybe. I don't know. It's not enough data yet. We're only into round five. Um, let's do round six, and I've got Michael's tips as well. So I'll give you mine, and then I'll go over Michael's as well. So round six starts on Friday night, so no, no Thursday game. Just forget it. Uh, Friday night, was pack everything into five minutes. We've got uh, the Giants versus the Dogs. Uh, in the 2016 amazing prelim rematch. Dogs. I mean, you can't not tip the dogs. I'll, I'll tip the dogs everywhere. Um, this is in Canberra at Monica Oval, but tough win against... They had to play pretty well to beat Sydney. I think, um, yeah, I think the dogs scrapped this one. Uh, Saturday, yeah, Saturday, big game down in Geelong. Cats, Eagles. I'm going the Eagles. I reckon, I reckon they can win away. I'm just not... I just can't... After watching that game, can't tip Geelong... And then Gold Coast, Sydney, Sydney to bounce back. Uh, Gold Coast were terrible. Um, they'll be better, surely, but um, I think I think Sydney will bounce back. And then Blues uh, over the Lions. I think Lions, I think the Blues were awful. I, I just can't consciously tip them. They probably will win this one and, and the Lions drop it, but I don't know. And the Lions are building. I think they're a better side than people think they are. And then um, D's, Richmond in a massive game. Um, I'm going to go with Richmond, but look, this is a flip of the coin. I think it's all, they're, these sides are a lot closer. Than people think it's yeah very very impressive, um, yeah. There, there's such a this is going to be an incredible game. I, I hope to be able to watch this properly. And then Frio North, I think Frio North, I think Frio over there. That you know, really strong win away um, from Adelaide, but um, yeah, they'll, they'll beat North over there. North could win this though. This that'll be interesting. And then on the Sunday Hawthorne v Adelaide. You'd think Adelaide will bounce back, but it is in Tasmania, so I don't know. I don't know what kind of record the Crows have there, but I'm going to go Crows. And they're 
the big Anzac clash on the Sunday. Um, I'm going to go. I'll go Collingwood just, but this could, they could absolutely go either way. I think Essendon, Essendon might bounce back after last week. I reckon. Um, I don't know. It depends who needs to the ins and the outs. As I said, I'm recording this on Sunday night, but that's the very early call. Uh, and then, uh, wow, late game on a Sunday, 6.40, Port, Saints. Uh, I reckon, yeah, well, Port, you got to go Port. Port at home will beat vast majority of teams. Um, that's mine. And then I reckon, let's have a look at old mate Mix. So he's gone the Dogs. Um, yeah, so Dogs over the Giants. He's gone uh, Cats. Okay, he's gone Cats over the Eagles. I think the Eagles will win that one. And then Sydney... Over the Gold Coast, yeah. And then he's gone Blues. Wow, Blues over the Lions. No, I think the Lions will win that. And then Melbourne, um, he's gone Melbourne over the Jigs. He's backed in the Ds. And he's gone the Dockers over North. Uh, and then he's gone... Uh, he's gone Crows over Hawthorne. And then he's gone Pies over Essendon. And then, of course, Port over um, St Kilda. Yeah, can't, can't tip St Kilda. So that is our tips. Uh, we will be back on... It's a basically a full week from now. So we'll try and record the back end of next round at the end of round six hopefully we've seen a good chunk of the round and we can record Sunday night otherwise we'll record Monday but we'll try and do it as soon as possible it was just going to be impossible this week I'm, I'm away for sections of the week and it's just super busy and he's um, he's uh, he said he feels like a hundred year old man so I don't think he's I don't think he's going too well he had a horrible cold and then he decided to do this this ridiculous marathon run which uh, shows you the, the, the how loose he is but no, no I'm joking no it was very look yeah, good, good running for giving it a go. I think he still ran like 14 hours, so it's pretty pretty outrageous. Uh, but we will be back, back into the week. Hopstone.com.au, check out uh, the delicious fresh craft beer subscription service, hopstone.com.au, Aethel Deep Dive as a promo code. Goodbye, good luck, have fun through the week, and good luck to your team. See you later. Bye.